I have with me the Crown Diamonds, uh, great leaders within Max International, two people without whom we would not be standing where we are. They have business around the world in all countries, and they lead us beautifully. And please welcome Chris and Tammy Jingra. Thank you so much for being with us, and I appreciate your time. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Yeah, good morning, Michael. It's a pleasure to have the opportunity to share. Tammy, let's go with you just a second. I know you're you're looking with leadership a lot and with especially with women and the opportunity there. Can you just briefly explain to me what it means to look for the willing person to be a part of my business, the willing leader, and how do you develop leaders in Max? Uh, you know, when people first start, obviously you don't know what they're going to do. And I like to sit down and get to know them a little bit, um, find out, you know, what are they looking for in Max and what hours are they willing to commit into their business. And we have a five-step uh, system to, uh, to engage them right up to the bronze. And, and then we, we tend to give a lot of assignments, small steps, and to see if they're going to move forward. So, you know, five people, uh, write down five people's names right now that you know that is looking to make some extra money, that are looking for a product, and, you know, give them a call. So in that process, we'll know if they're moving forward in their business. Because if we follow up with them in two days and they haven't moved a, a budge, then we find out, you know, what's holding you back. Um, you know, they're just small steps. Do we need to make those steps smaller? And some people will do more. So that's when we have an idea of what they're going to do with this. So when you meet someone and you hear them say the good words, hey, this sounds great. I want to do it. I want to get involved, and they do, in fact, enroll as an associate. It's nice to hear the words, but you don't trust that until you see their action. Yes. Yeah, it's not what they say. Watch what they do. Absolutely. And is there any other great way to qualify people before you spend much time with them? I think just those little assignments, moving them forward. And, uh, you know, having them write down their goals, their why, send that back to us, these small little steps. Yeah, that's when we know wh whether they're going to commit or not. Getting people started in the right way. Is that what's most important as you think about that concept? Yeah, Chris and I tend to move uh, fast, um, getting them in the mindset of signing people up. Uh, the five-step process, understanding how to get people started, leveraging uh, the video to, uh, for their prospects to evaluate the opportunity within that process of connection is to get them um, scheduled for the next step and not to leave that hanging. And, uh, and from there, we, we have a, um, an accountability sheet and every Sunday, they have to hand in their sheet to their sponsor or mentor. And if they're not doing those little steps, 
for us to know what they did in that previous week, then it's hard to move forward and guide them if you don't see what they've, what they've done or not done, you know, in, in terms of how many people did you connect with today? And then you got Monday, you write that down right till, till Sunday. And then you total that up and how many people, uh, did you send a link? How many people attended the live opportunity meeting? And how many people did you follow up with? How many people did you do a third party call? And then those are the, um, the activities. And then the conversion is the enrollments. I love it. I love the fact that you're holding people accountable for a week of activity. And then you're looking for measurement, measurement, uh, points x i gotta be talking to people i gotta be filtering that into people that i can make a presentation to or send a tool to and then people that would enroll so there's really three pieces of data i'm going to be talking to a lot of people i'm going to be sending to a lesser number and then i'm going to be enrolling in a lesser number but the real sifting of that process and the accountability on a weekly basis, that sounds like that would be a very strong way to ensure that people are starting their business in the right way. Correct. Fantastic. That's great. Chris, if I might go to you, one of the most important things that, that we do is help people understand, if I'm, a, if I'm looking at Max and I have good skills, I have that willing attitude, and I maybe I've done networking before, maybe not. Maybe I'm just good with people. How important is it that you present yourself to me, especially in the upline situation? I'm kind of thinking in that three-way, three-way call scenario where I'm introduced to you and you're the authority figure. How important is it that you present yourself to me? What's your mindset going into that call as the upline person to help me understand, yes, I should engage with Max International. Well, it's, it's interesting because as we've been evolving, it's, it was all about us at the beginning where we were doing our own prospecting and our own recruiting and, and training and so forth. And eventually we grew through an organization that now we shifted. We still do the basic activities, but now a lot of our activities has to do with third-party credibility. Uh, as you stated earlier, Tammy and I have reached a crown diamond. And for, for that reason, um, we, we bring a lot of credibility to the table. And that credibility can be shared with new people that are getting started. So to answer your question, um, as an upline and with the position that we're in, it's very important that uh, we establish clarity, uh, credibility, and easy steps easy steps for people to understand what do I need to do? And, um, and as, uh, as a third party credibility, what's, what's important here is the, the way you're being introduced. For example, let's say as following your example, I happen to be the leader with, the, 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 you know, the experience and the results and so forth. And I have my team member who's an associate who's introducing me to a prospect. I'll be the prospect. Okay. So what's happening here is you, the prospect, uh, you need to 
is to feel that there's a certain level of uh, level of success in credibility. And so the person that introduced you to this opportunity, which would be, let's say, my team member, for example, um, would have to introduce me in a way that is very credible. But you don't want to oversell it because you don't want to feel like you're overselling this guy. But you have to bring uh, facts that are real, but that are also establishing credibility. So you would say something, uh, for example, if I happen to be uh, the associate, I would say, um, I'd like to introduce my upline leader or my mentor or whatever the relationship is with that person um, to, to you so they can establish to their eyes the experience that they've gone through. And, um, and in the same time, once the associate have established a certain level of credibility, in the same time, the prospect also has to be elevated to feel that they're also uh, a person of credibility and they bring value to the table. So the associate has to establish the credibility also towards the prospect saying, well, um, uh, for example, Michael, if I, if, if I take the space of the associate, um, I'd like to present to you Chris and, uh, and Chris in the same time, um, I want you to know a little bit about Michael. And then the associate would kind of bring some credible points and some flattering points about you, the prospect, to establish a level of comfort, right? So the prospect doesn't feel overwhelmed by this so-called guru and successful networker. And I find that when you establish that level of, of, of comfort, um, this is the perfect environment that really establish uh, the, the, right, the right environment to start the, the third-party credibility. And my role as a third-party uh, person is to uh, give some clear and precise directions, as I stated earlier, and also establish credibility to the associate and in the same time, um, uh, showing the, uh, you know, uh, grateful, um, sorry, the words is uh, uh, gratitude for the fact that you, Michael, took the time to, to listen to me in reference to, let's say, this, this opportunity. I, I hope this makes sense. Yes. So you're saying purpose, uh, the reality of the opportunity, the fact that it's working, that you're having success. And then a gratitude that you've had this time to speak with me and an appreciation of me, the investigator, for looking at Max. Because if, in fact, I were a talented, willing, to use your word, Tammy, leader, you, wanna, you want to um, um, express that to me in that meeting. It, that, that is correct. And that is correct. And at the end of the day, the foundation to it all is gratitude and nice. clarity. Nice. Gratitude and clarity are powerful combination. And that's what is going to help the prospect move forward to the next step, which is either try the product, become an associate, or uh, whatever steps that, uh, that the person happens to be at this moment. 
on a scale of one to ten. I'm sorry, Tammy, go ahead. And to help them to see that it's possible for them. So I, I tend to try and create creates a little bit of a relativity at the beginning, getting to know them a little bit. And um, so, you know, we get some sort of a comfort level that they're open to listen. Because sometimes people can be intimidated um, by, you know, talking to somebody who's already had success. Uh, and, and the truth is you don't even need to have a crown diamond leader or diamond leader to do a third party validation. It could be, you know, just somebody who's a, another rank above them who has a little more experience or um, has uh, can relate to the prospect because they came from that field and they're doing something with Max that they could say, you know, if I if I can do it, you can certainly do it. On a scale of one to ten, how successful is a three-way conversation set up as you've just described versus one that's not? Ten, if ten's being the highest. Yeah. In other words, if you're not if you're not validating your upline and your prospect, you shouldn't even be having the conversation. Well, see, but the reality is 90% of the people do not utilize this third-party credibility. And Tammy and I have been training for a long time on, in fact, even our own uh, success is based on third-party credibility, right? When does uh, that best happen? At what point in the, you know, I meet you and I'm kind of talking and getting to know you and I've sent you a video or two or uh, what? you know that from the beginning of hello to welcome to the team where in that does that upline third-party verification where's that best work earlier or later yeah you know michael there's so many different situations so if you use a situation of a person who's brand new doesn't really know very much and they're a little bit intimidated um the third-party credibility may occur the moment the person shows any kind of sign of interests where if you're dealing with someone a little bit more seasoned, it, would, it could be just to um, help them validate the opportunity or your experience with either the use of the products or the opportunity. It could also be the case where, um, you know, I have a lot of team leaders are doing this, that they call us to welcome their team members into their organization, make them feel welcome, that they're part of a you know, a bigger team than just two people. And, um, you know, so there's, there's really multiple answers to that question as to uh, when it should be done. Uh, but to give you a bit of a compass, if you happen to be building your business and you're saying, okay, when should I use a third-party credibility? Um, the moment you feel that you're in a roadblock, for example, uh, you're trying to get them to, come to a presentation online, or, or I know we're not doing much hotel lately, but it's going to come eventually. Um, whatever the situation where you feel is a bit of a roadblock, have a third party credibility and you could start something like, um, you know, Michael, I'd love to pre- to introduce you one of my, uh, one of my team members, or no, I would use a better word. I would use a, um, one, one of my, one of my partners, that had an enormous amount of success in his business. 
And you obviously heard my version of what I see, but I'd love for him to share his experience. So this could be utilized to try to validate the reason for a third-party call because often uh, the person who is the prospect does not want to be sold. And sometimes they think when you introduce a third party is to force the hand into selling them something they're not ready to do. I like that. So, you see, so the, the key is to, to, to try to appeal to the prospect so they feel that they're not going to be sold into it. It's, it's more of a, of a recommendation to help them evaluate. And that's kind of the approach. I like that a lot. Before I ask you my final question, is there anything else in these topics that you'd like to add that we haven't discussed? Chris, I'd like to add something on that. See, we teach people a prospect. We teach them a system to build this business. I was just about to talk about that. So well done, Tammy. Good job, both of you. And in the prospecting, you're actually training them the system. They just don't know it yet. So the initial connection Build some rapport. That's the prospecting. Find a way to invite them to look at something. Uh, Use a tool, a a webinar. Use something that they can go and have a look at. In that conversation, you set up the next step, which is uh, I'd like to follow up with you with one of my business partners. Increase relativity there. You want to create that comfort relativity because you're going to have questions. And that's what I tell people. You're going to have questions. So we get, we get that nailed down. And then from there, that's the third party on that, that's that system. So when people get started with me that I sign up, I follow the whole system. I don't care what level we're at in this business. I follow the system. Why? Because when I get my new person started in the business, I'm going to say, do you remember our initial contact? We built a relationship. I sent you to watch this video. We followed up. I introduced you to so-and-so. You made a decision. You partnered with us. That is how we do this business. You know, there's another reason why that's wonderful. And there's another reason why it's wonderful. And that is that experienced people or people who are competent in their skills of building and finding and getting comfortable with people, uh, the willing leaders that we're looking for, they will recognize a system and will appreciate that a system in place is in place rather than some kind of a chaotic approach. So that was fantastic. I really appreciate what you just said. And you know, Michael, just to kind of, to, to add to Tammy's point and maybe a, just a few more seconds is we've, we've created um, a system and we call it the success cycle. And really it, it just kind of orient people right away on five steps where desire what you, what you want and what you, you know, what, what you want to have uh, decide what you're willing to give up to get it. Cause often, especially today, people's schedule is, is always overwhelming and there's no space for anything else to, to, to produce another stream of income, but they want the new stream of income. So it's, a, it's important that they're aware of that. Number three is they need to find someone that will help them to stay accountable. We call them a, a mentor. And number four is develop the plan, right? The map, 
it's, it's, it's the max action plan. We'll walk you, you know, and then number five is take action. You need to execute on that. And, and the map is very, very simple. Number one is autoship. Number two is establish your, uh, to qualify for a senior associate. Number three is qualify for the prime bonus level one. Number four wow. is qualify for bronze. Number five is duplicate. And, and again, establish clarity. And then it finishes, well, okay, all the, all the steps that envelopes all of this, we call it a success cycle, a new associate orientation, defining your why, your attitude. What do you mean your attitude? It's not silly, your attitude towards, um, you know, towards yourself, but it's more like the attitude towards the opportunity, the attitude towards your belief, the attitude towards the understanding of our, of our industry and so forth. Building your list, prospecting, inviting, following up, and third-party credibility, which we just touched on. So this is the complete cycle that we walk people through and we recorded ourselves doing that. The video is available. So we don't have to do redo the training every time, but they can watch it a thousand times if they want and 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you have a system like that in place, you don't have to always do the legwork. So that means you can be focused doing other things and let the tools do the repetitive activities. Fantastic. Tammy, did you have a thought? No, I mean, then we've got everything in place for a new associate to thrive. Mm-hmm. They just have to make a decision whether they want to build this. And the accountability part is when you really know how serious somebody is in wanting to make the changes in their life. This is fantastic. I love James Allen, who said, there are only two things. There is action and there is results. And what you're saying is put the action in and you'll see the results. And I love that. Thank you for that. I do want to ask you one other question, kind of shifting gears. Don't want to spend a lot of time because we could go way deep on this. But what does it mean to you when I say mindset? <laughs> that mean you want to go ahead? Yeah, yeah you see, I know you're both laughing because yeah. you're going, are you serious in, in think, a short amount of time? When we're new in this, in this type of it doesn't matter whatever business people go into, because I came from traditional business you got to truly believe that it's possible for you to to make this work. You have your uh, team members around you and your mentor that's going to keep reminding you, you know, all the things you got to do to to have the right mindset to build it. But at the end of the day, uh, you got to find a way to empower yourself every day to do this, whether you're sticking a bunch of sticky notes somewhere. So you just constantly remind yourself, or maybe you're working out and you're constantly telling yourself, you've got this, I can do this. This is easy. It's a simple system. And you gotta, you gotta build that uh, belief muscle in here. And when it's strong, I can tell you your prospects know, they know, if you're in, they, they know when you, just your body language speaks to them. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell, you can tell when somebody's dialed in, Chris, you have the final word. Sure. I mean, you know, when it comes to mindset uh, in a success cycle, we talked about the why and your attitude. Well, these two training segments, in fact, will cover the mindset. And, uh, and Tammy is absolutely correct. Um, often people want to build this business and they want all these wonderful things. And, and they see the successful people doing that, not realizing that the successful people went through transformation over the years to become where they are. That also will, is the reason why the income is reflecting. 
And so when it comes to mindset, without repeating everything Tammy shared here, it's important that you recognize who you are and, and by, by that is to move forward. Okay, where do I need to improve? What do I need to improve? And it's to do a self-assessment of who you are. And, and this is some of the things that maybe a leader who has more experience that have been through all that can walk people through the process of recognizing who they are. And, uh, and we recommend some wonderful books, you know, uh, books like Don, from Don Miguel, you know, The Four Agreements. Uh, everybody recognizes this book, uh, uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People with uh, Stephen Covey. Um, you know, uh, I know, I remember Tammy and I, when we started this whole, our journey started with the Anthony Robbins, uh, way back on the personal power and get the edge and start doing an assessment on who we were, what are their strengths, what are their weaknesses. And once you start recognizing that, you can start working on your, the steps that you need to evolve. And you're right, and we could go on and on and on on that. But it's important that uh, you have the mind, the, the right mindset to be successful at anything, not just network marketing. And network marketing, it's actually a reflection of yourself. And often the results you get is a reflection of who you are. And yes, of course, the situation occurs, uh, you know, in our economy and in the world that you can't control. But the way you react towards it is what will define who you are and your future. What I hear you saying, Chris, is that my success is ultimately my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. There's one book, Michael, I always refer this to, especially to women. And it's called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. That was huge for me when I read that book. And I remember there was times I would, I would start reading and I was so angry. <laughs> and I'd throw the book against the ball and I'd go pick it back <laughs> up and I'd read it again. And And the key is, you're going to fall and we have to let people know they're going to fall falling forward because you're always learning and growing in the process. So feel that fear and keep moving forward. There's always going to be another level of growth. So feel it, face it and run with it. Wow. Fantastic. Anything else? Any other thoughts? No, I think Tammy covered it all. And uh, we certainly appreciate the opportunity to share. And there's so much more that we can share. But obviously, we have a limited segment here. So we, we, uh, we thank you for giving us the, the time. Well, and it's my honor. And I think we're going to see over the next months as things continue to open up and then we start to be able to have hotel meetings, as you alluded to. But the success of the online experience is, uh, is, is pretty powerful, and we're still discovering that, and I think we're going to get better. But I think we're ready to move into an area, a time, a new season of growth that is unprecedented, and we're ready for it, and we are, we are ready in terms of our product and its timeliness, and we are ready in terms of our opportunity like nothing before. And I'll leave it to another podcast to dive into that. But thank you, Chris Jingra and Tammy Sellers. Jingra, we appreciate you so much for your leadership, your strength, and your vision. So thank you so much for being with us. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having us.